from Sin City. Vegas, baby, Vegas! It's Vegas Sportsbook Radio with Brian Blessing. I could talk for six days on that. I mean, it's about a quarterback giving us the best chance to win. And you don't just throw guys out just because of a skill set. You throw guys out because of how they work in your offense, how they work for your team, um, how the other plays tied to them and what they're ready to do. We do have a quarterback with a lot of experience who's played at a high level. Um, and we got a team, I think, that's got some pretty good experience that has the capability of playing at a high level. So you're trying to figure out how our... You know, how are 47 guys now on game day can play at the highest level possible and whether they're starting or whether they're coming in and there's so much that goes into it. That's why you will never get a straight answer from me. Kyle said he had a pretty good idea to be the starting quarterback in week one. Do you have a pretty good idea? Oh, uh, yeah, I have a pretty good idea. Okay. <laughs> he was smiling about it. That must mean something, right? Uh, it's whatever he decides, yeah. I'll, uh, <laughs> I, I, I have a pretty good idea. I'm pretty happy with where I'm at right now and everything. And, just the offense as a whole. Uh, yeah, Kyle's ahead, man. He'll make a call. If you're going to San Francisco. Garoppolo or Lance? That's the question in San Francisco. Well, the coach seems to know. You heard from Shanahan and Garoppolo. Brian Blessing, glad to be with you, Vegas Sportsbook Radio. Stevie Slapshot, be with us in hour number two. Chris Pavona, our wonderful producer, is back east in New York. Just loves to... He just wants to play some Hayden Ashbury music. You're always looking for an excuse to get some San Francisco music in there. I'm just looking for just any reason to play good music, my friend. Good music. Bingo. The, the music is good on this show. I very much appreciate that. I mean, you even had Jane and Dean on last week. I even taught you something. <laughs> Listen, I'm always looking to learn. Hey, man, the minute you think you know everything, you know nothing. Good words to live by. Brian Blessing, this is going to be a fun hour. Glad you're with us. Follow me on Twitter at Brian Blessing. Series 204 of the Sports Grid Radio Network. So we're in studio today. Kenny White in hour number one. Bruce Marshall from the Gold Sheet in hour number two. Two of the very best. Tomorrow, we're really excited. We're on the road. We're over at the Westgate in the Superbook, the cavernous, beautiful Superbook, doing our shows there tomorrow. We invite you to come in if you're signing up for the Super Contest. Jay Cornegay's rolling out the red carpet for us. And our buddy Andy is the logical approach will be with us. Steve Carp swinging by. And Kenny White is going to be coming by. We're going to be giving away Kenny White NFL Power Ratings football magazines. So you want to come by. I think I'll have some Mark Lawrence Playbook magazines too. Mark Lawrence does such great stuff for us as well. So we're going to be giving some goodies away. And it'd be great to see everybody. So if you're in town coming in for the Super Contest, we will be there tomorrow, local time, uh, doing the shows from 11 to 2. So come on by and say hi. And we're excited to say Kenny White's going to be with us tomorrow, and he's with us right now from thepowerratings.com. Hi, Kenny. How's it going, bud? Hey, Brian. Uh, very excited. Uh, right now, great time of year. Obviously, the football kicking off. Just even the four games makes me uh, get chills and goosebumps that we have real college football starting up. And, yeah. Be fun tomorrow. Going to be glad to join you down at the Westgate. Anybody wants to come down, I'm going to do some giveaways with the NFL and college magazines. Uh, uh, get everybody started right for uh, college football and NFL season. Oh, that'll be great. We appreciate you coming down. And believe me, the magazines will be worth the trip, and it'll be good to see everybody. So come down and say hi to us. So we're going to do a little college talk with the game starting this weekend and some NFL talk with Kenny in this hour. Now, before we do that, I got to ask you, Kenny, because I know you love your baseball. Last night, it was good fun 
and we haven't seen this in a long time, with the runners starting on second in extra innings, the Dodgers and Padres, five hours, 49 minutes, it took 16 innings. You got to the extra innings. Everybody getting out of pickles and jams in the 10th, 11th, 12th, 13th, and 14th. Dodgers get two in the uh, 15th. And Tatis ties it with a two-run homer in the 15th. And then the Dodgers win it in the 16th. 5-3 was the final. I appreciate that. That's the longest game in baseball since they implemented the runner on second, which I we're pretty convinced is going away next year. But kind of fun to see games like that where literally all every guy on the roster for both teams ended up playing and contributing. Well, for a baseball fan, it's free baseball, and it's the most exciting thing you possibly have, I think, is extra innings. I love being at, at the ballpark. I can sit there till the 10, uh, 10 hours before the game and 10 hours after the game. I just love being in the park, smelling the, smelling the grass and the smells in the baseball field and the action. It's a chess match, but to get extra and free baseball, um, that's so much more exciting. Um, yeah, I, I'm, you know, everybody's up, up, you know, they've got different opinions on the runner on second base. It has created um, less long extra inning games since this is the longest one. We haven't had any games, you know, 17, 18, 19 innings to wear out staffs, but I kind of like it. I used it in my high school when we did did tournaments. We used that, but we started the the we only played seven innings. The eighth inning, if it was extras, runner at second. Ninth inning was a runner at third. So it really made things interesting. Yeah, I will just say this: I analytics, numbers, whatever. But the Padres keep going to bat in the bottom of the inning, and we got a break here in thirty seconds. I'll just yap about it. They basically need a run guy on second. Dodgers didn't score. And they're swinging away. I don't understand why you don't bump the guy to third. And they kept squandering chance after chance after chance. And the Dodgers finally got him. But it was fun. And it went till late in the night. But It was like 4 in the morning back east. If you're a baseball fan and they were watching it, God bless you. All right, we're turning our attention to football. Kenny White's our guest. It's Vegas Sportsbook Radio. Sirius 204, the Sportsbook Radio Network. We'll be right back. Lost in a sea of stats, averages, and injury reports? It's okay. Breathe. You found it. Sports gaming strategies and info. This is the Sports Grid Radio Network. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. To win, you need a strategy, a plan. You've come to the right place. We're the home of sports gaming strategies and information to give you the winning edge. I mean, we're not just doing this for our health. You're listening to the Sports Grid Radio Network. You're listening to Vegas Sportsbook Radio with Brian Blessing on Sports Grid Radio, Sirius XM Channel 204. Here we go. College football is coming this weekend. 
Couldn't be more excited to officially get games underway that matter. Brian Blessing, Vegas Sportsbook Radio, Sirius 204, the Sports Grid Radio Network. Chris Bone is our producer back in New York. All right, we're pleased to be joined by Kenny White from thepowerratings.com. And this college football season, Kenny, and we'll, we'll do the deep dive here, on your power ratings and the information you have, and we'll give you an offer for your magazine in a little bit, but the adjustments week one to week two in college football annually, because we only get reports and hear about spring practices, the eyeball test matters. But in this crazy year with the transfer portals, this is going to be quite the Rubik's Cube to you know come out of the gate with conviction. So the power ratings really do matter in college football. Oh, no, there's too many teams not to be able to do that. I know a lot of people who can make an NFL betting line without using power ratings and make it out the top of their head, and they're, they're pretty close. But my, my thought is uh, you still I still think you need power ratings for the NFL, too, because you have to have a feel. So you use the power ratings with your feel to know how good that number is. Brian, I always give the example Kansas City Chiefs. We know how good they are. I've got a 108.5 rating on them. So they're eight and a half points better than the average team. If they played Jacksonville in week one at home and they're a 17-point favorite and they win by six, well, do you adjust them down? No, because you, you have a feel. You know how good they are. You're not going to budge on that rating. They won the game. They did what they needed to do. As soon as you drop them, they're going to blow somebody out 38-3, to three, and you're going to be on the wrong side. So that's, that's having a feel, just not adjusting to the final scores. All right, let's talk about some of the games Saturday that we get started with. And for the most part, these are pretty big and juicy, healthy spreads. But the game that sticks out is Nebraska at Illinois. Now, nine and a half was kind of the suggested opener way back when. This thing's down on the key number of seven. Some places, the money's continued to bring this down below seven. So we got Nebraska, a six and a half point favorite. The total on the game is 55. Let's start with the Cornhuskers. I know the, the one thing... You know, we're looking at Nebraska that Frost does have to work with here. He's got a real strong defensive line. And out of the gate, you want these guys coming up big in the trenches. Yeah, he, he does. It, a lot of returning players. Scott Frost is definitely on the hot seat now if he wasn't before. 11-20 um, and 20 start. Uh, the defensive front, I have ranked 31st best in, in college football. Uh, ben still a... a Fifth-year super senior is the, is the best player on that line. They've got a couple. They have six super seniors on their defense, Brian. So I think that's going to be their strength of their team, even though Scott Frost always relies on his offense to be the strength of his teams. Uh, last year, they allowed 25 points per game um, on a median number. And with everybody back, I expect this defense to be that much better. they got a really good quarterback, too, senior Adrian, P Adrian Martinez, back for his fourth year. Uh, he needs to put up better numbers than he put up last year, but he was their leading rusher, 521 yards last year, and they're, and they're obviously their top passer because he's a quarterback. But this is a good football team. Um, they're not a great football team. They are above average. I got them a 111, 11 points better than the average team. You mentioned the pressure that's on them. It's kind of an intangible thing, the weight of expectations you know, for a place like Nebraska. I wonder if coming out of the gate, not the best thing in the world for them that they actually start on the road here. Yeah, I don't think it ever is the first game of the year because uh, you know you got so many moving parts when you when you go on a road trip with the with the airplane, the 
flights, the you know, you got to get meal money, you get the kids checked into the hotel. Uh, you're going into another team stadium. You got to figure out where you're going. Obviously, they go there every other year, so they do know most of that stuff, and it is pretty much down to a science. But you got some young guys on the team that don't know, and there's going to be some distractions when you're playing on the road. All right. Now, as for Illinois, Brett Bielma shows up here. Now, we know all the years at Wisconsin. I mean, that is Wisconsin's M.O., but that's where this guy cuts his teeth. He has four returning offensive linemen. Do you believe he adopts that model with Illinois, that this is going to be, and he's, he's got the four offensive linemen back, that this is a run, stop the run kind of team? I wonder if this isn't like a real close to the best defensive kind of game, just based on the coach. Yes. Yes, he's not changing his philosophy. Uh, he is run, power run game, two tight end sets. Uh, they they averaged at Arkansas his last year at Arkansas. He threw the ball a little bit more, but he, he still ran it uh, 57% of the time. And that was a team that was losing every game and had to throw it a lot in the third and fourth quarter. So uh, he's a coach with the lead. He's going to run the ball 65, almost 70% of the time. His plays were only 136 plays a game. It's four less than the NCAA average. But again, that's a team that was losing a lot of their games playing from behind. If he's in the game, he has the lead. He is milking the clock, and he's running the football, keeping his defense off the field, and wearing the other team down at that big offensive line. So that's the game plan. My new adjusted number, my number for the magazine was 28-28, Brian. It's purely all numbers. I don't calculate... Uh, revenge factor into the magazine. I have had a couple changes of player here or there, and I do have Nebraska uh, now a four-point favorite calculating in the revenge from last year, where the Illini won as a 17-and-a-half-point dog, 41-23 in Lincoln. So that revenge factor is in. So four is the number. I think the value has gone from 9.5 down to 6.5. Hey, the get-out game is UTEP, New Mexico State. UTEP's 10 on the road. Uh, the total is 59. New Mexico State's got a lot of work to do. But I wanted to ask you about the Hawaii-UCLA game, Kenny, where this number sit at 17.5-18 with UCLA you know, favored in this spot. I've got a – I don't know why. Early in the year, especially early in the year, Hawaii's one of these teams can maybe make a little noise and scare you. The total's up there at 68.5. But I know they get a little momentum from the end of last year with Todd Graham and their defense. We think of Hawaii. We think of them slinging it all over the field. But this defense has actually improved. Do they have a little something to scare UCLA? Yeah, they, you know, they could. Uh, first game of the year could scare anybody, and UCLA has LSU on deck, uh, so they could be looking a little ah. bit ahead to, head, to, head to that LSU game um, in Pasadena. Chip Kelly's on the hot seat, though. I can't see how he comes out slow. Again, if you purchased the magazine, i got to brag about it. If you purchased it back in June... And you see what I made the game, and I made UCLA a 20-point favorite, winning 43-23, a total of 66. Both numbers are coming to mind. You could have laid nine on UCLA back in June. And even July 1st, you could have laid 10.5 on UCLA. Now it's 18. Uh, Todd Graham's uh, Hawaii, Hawaii never plays really that well on the road. They're 11-15 and 15 ATS the last five years. It's just a long, long travel. But he does have 16 returning starters on defense. You're right. That could be the strength of this football team this year. The one thing, the one thing I would just throw in there, and you're you're so spot on with this, but in the opener, Hawaii can get there as early as they want to get to. The travel should not be a thing 
in the opener. No, you're right. It shouldn't. I don't know what day they're they're you know what day they did fly out, but you know it's still an expense to the university. And a smart coach would say, yeah, we should be there like three days before we normally would be to get you know acclimated and and get the kids get the jet lag out of the system. Uh, I don't know if they did that or not. All right, I'll tell you what, we're giving away a bunch of magazines tomorrow. We've got about uh, 35 seconds here, Kenny. Let's give you a promo code, Blessing25. Blessing25, you get 25% off the Kenny White College Football and NFL Power Ratings magazines. Best place for the folks to get it, Kenny? Uh, KennyWhiteSports.com. They can go there uh, in, in Las Vegas. They can go to Gambler's Bookstore or Barnes & Noble, anywhere in the country. You can get there, but the easiest places. Don't even leave your house. Go to KennyWhiteSports.com. We'll send it out two-day mail. You'll have it in two days from now. And you can save some cake here this weekend. Use the promo code. Thanks, Kenny, for you know throwing it out this way. Blessing 25. KennyWhiteSports.com. You'll save 25% on the outstanding football magazines. Turning our attention to the NFL when we come back. To win, you need a plan. We're the home of sports gaming strategies and information. To give you the winning edge, you're listening to the Sports Grid Radio Network. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. These days, it's hard to find something you can trust. Your car? Yeah, right. Trust takes time. And that's why we're here. 24 hours a day. Seven days a week. We are your trusted source for gaming, odds, and more. This is the Sports Grid Radio Network. I like it. It gets us thinking. It's coming. It's coming fast. Talking the NFL, Vegas Sportsbook Radio. Brian Blessing, thrilled to be with you in Vegas, along with Kenny White, our guest today, from thepowerratings.com. Chris Babona, our wonderful producer, is back in New York. Thought we'd talk, Kenny, about individuals from a power rating perspective. I know your information, or well, the information works, let me tell you. You don't necessarily bloom so much out into the fantasy football realm, because these numbers are all based on, you know, collectively what the individual means to add up for a number for a team. But I would throw this out there. Your football magazines, specifically the NFL magazine, the power rating information that is within can be utilized for fantasy football drafts. People have these fantasy football drafts coming up here in the last uh, 11th hour. Let's go into the most important position on the field and the quarterbacks and get power ratings. And... I guess maybe you can draw the line where elite status is in the NFL. I would say, personally, you know, probably what? Mahomes, Rodgers, Brady, Allen, and Lamar Jackson. I would put in the elite category. How does that stack up with your ratings? Yeah, the only two you left out of the top seven would be Deshaun Watson. Um, we don't know if he's going to play at all. And uh, Russell Wilson. 
Oh, Russell Wilson's phenomenal. I, the play calling there gets a little sketchy. I mean, you know, by the way, last year, the first half of the season, Russell Wilson, he was actually the front runner for, in the MVP race coming out of the gate. And then, yeah, injuries were part of the equation. But I think that was part of the rift that they had in Seattle in this offseason. The play calling was ridiculous where the Seahawks got really conservative. And I, and I understand where Wilson's coming from, from a fantasy. And I, I do believe fantasy can help you with your handicapping. I'm involved in uh, a pretty juicy fantasy football league. And I know firsthand, I had Russell Wilson last year. I finished third. I had two guys. If, if Kenny Galladay hadn't gotten hurt, I might have won the league. And I could have been at least second if Carroll hadn't gone conservative with Russell Wilson. And Wilson has that kind of ability, but he wants the ball in his hands, Kenny, and that's the kind of quarterback you want on your team. Yeah, you do want a guy like that. I, I think he has a big year this year. I really like the uh, transformation of DJ Metcalf, DK Metcalf, who's just a monster uh, with size and speed, and now he's got the route-running ability. And uh, then the hands, it's, he's good as the entire package. I think he's the best receiver in football. And you got Tyler Lockett on the other side or in the slot. Uh, that's going to be a dangerous football team this year. I think their offensive line's very good. But you're right, injuries wore them down last year, and Russell Wilson was a front runner for the MVP. So I don't see how you can't put him in you know, the top seven easily. I have number six, and I have Tom Brady number seven. So where do you put Lamar Jackson with this unique athletic ability and the thing that's interesting i think they went out and the bateman kids hurt and their wide receivers have been nicked up but i think they got him better weapons on the outside which certainly could upgrade his ability but he is such an interesting and polarizing quarterback and hey can defensive coordinators figure things out to take stuff away from him how do you how do you rate a guy like jackson who is such a hybrid yeah, well, I rate every guy off uh, off their tangible information, you know, size, speed, experience, and then uh, their passing ability and everything I read about how the, what the strength of their arm is, their quick release, uh, their accuracy. I rate them off their stats, but then I also rate them off their, their uh, mobility and their rushing ability. And uh, Lamar Jackson, obviously the top of the game in both those categories. So his 40-yard dash time helps his rating. Uh, his 1,000 yards rushing in 15 games helps his rating. Uh, and you know his lack of sacks uh, that that all goes into the rating. You know you got a guy in your, on, on Buffalo who's pretty good runner too. Uh, Josh Allen had 421 rushing yards last year and eight touchdowns. So that's another dual threat quarterback. So let me give you a clump of three. Thinking there are similarities here, but it would be very interesting for me to, and I believe the listeners to hear from you, how you grade these guys out. Second-year quarterbacks, they got their feet wet. Let's start. We, we've got uh, Justin Herbert, Jalen Hurts, and Joe Burrow, the three guys that saw the, the meat of the action from a rookie perspective last year. How do you have this sophomore class graded out? Uh, well, Justin Herbert impressed me the most. Uh, size, his uh, athletic ability, and the stats he put up. I rated him four points above the average uh, NFL quarterback. Um, percentage point-wise, he ranks 12th in the NFL. That's pretty, very good for a, for a rookie. I was going to say another word, but that's 
Justin Herbert is ranked extremely high right now in my magazine, I think, at four points above average. I have uh, Joe Burrow, two points above average. I have him ranked uh, 31st in the magazine. Uh, Jalen Hurts, I do not even have in my top 40. Um, I think he's about an average NFL quarterback. This is like a real generic question, but for argument's sake, like those three guys, you're grading out them getting their feet wet, but you also have to take into account, because I always... I laugh. I take issue with the fact people talk about, oh, look what Josh Allen's done, you know. And they said he did nothing in his first year. Well, I watched every play of the Bills in that first year. He was phenomenal in his first year. He had nobody. He was running for his life. Everything he did, he did on his own. So, like, this progression from Allen when they got him better weapons, look at the numbers now, the kind of quarterback he is. And I'm just wondering, the human touch and the intangibles you put on these power ratings – how much do when you're grading these guys, Burrow, Hertz, and Herbert, how much do you grade their rating based on who they're playing with? Um, you know, I, I, a lot of that I start with the coach first, and I, I, I really try to rate each individual guy out. But you're you're right, a, a poor offensive line is going to affect the quarterback. It's going to affect the running game. A poor offensive line is going to affect everything. So. Um, and as I, I've always said, you know, wide receivers and running backs are a dime a dozen. There, there are the great ones, but there are so many great athletes out there that you can plug and play because these guys got, uh, they have all the skills and these the players get better of maturity. They may not have been the guy in college, but a couple years in camp, a, a year in the CFL, and all of a sudden this guy's a starter in the, in the NFL. So yeah, it, it, it you know, Brian, but I do... Now, I don't just use the individual player ratings to get my team rating. I do use each unit rating as well. So I give a unit rating for the offensive line, a unit rating for the receivers, and a unit rating for the for the backfield, the quarterback, and the running backs. So if you have a poor offensive line, you got poor individual ratings, and then you got a poor unit rating. And that that that's going to be, I think, where the point where maybe it would affect the quarterback. You use the word maturity, and... I'm very intrigued to see how this shakes out. I pled my case during the summer that I thought Jameis Winston has something in the tank and could be the starter. I think he could be the starter, and I think he could play very well there. And it looks like that's going to be the case now. But maturity is the word, Kenny. I'm very intrigued to see the power rating you would have on a guy like Winston because he looks down the field, he can stretch the field, and he does a lot of good things. But maturity and the between-the-years thing is the real key to this whole thing. Is his decision-making process better? He can make every throw. He's just got to stop making the bad throw. And But it's not the bad throw. It's the bad decision. Yeah, six years, 27 years old now, and a year under uh, Drew Brees and Sean Payton. I bet you he, he grew in leaps and bounds. Um, I have him as the starter. I've got him ranked the 19th best quarterback in the NFL. Taysom Hill, I have the 29th best quarterback uh, in the NFL. So uh, I, I had Winston starting. Um, I, I know I'm going to be right way more than I'm going to be wrong with my starting quarterbacks in the magazine than, than who's than, than I'm going to be right on with what the coaches are saying. And I think Jameis Winston's the starter. I've been saying it since June. I actually love this Saints team. They do have some injuries to begin the year that really hurt Michael Thomas one of the top wide receivers in the game, is a 1.6-point drop-off. Uh, and then David Anawada, uh, the defensive tackle, was like 
He's the run stuffer, and he puts pressure on a quarterback. He's worth almost a point. Marshawn Lattimore, not sure where he's going to be. If he's not playing and he's suspended, it's going to be another point. So this team's going to be playing with about three and a half points off their rating the first six weeks of the year. Okay, let me just throw this at you. Give me a guy or two that you say is sneaky good that's flying under the radar, or if you want to go the other way, who's the phony one? Quarterback, you're saying? Yeah. Quarterback flying under the radar? Uh, maybe Kirk Cousins, uh, Minnesota. Uh, I think he's got all the weapons that he needs, and I think he's a really good quarterback, and I think their defense will be far better this year. So he's flying under the radar. A uh, guy that may not be flying under the radar, um, Carson Wentz. Uh, you know, he's going to be back. Uh, he's going to be back sooner than we had thought, but um, maybe that's probably a bad example because people don't really like him as it is. So let me find another guy if I can get deeper <laughs> down the list. And the, yeah, maybe the jury's out on him. Andy Dalton. I well, Daniel Jones. It's Daniel Jones. I wouldn't select Daniel Jones with my fantasy team if he was the last guy left. I'd, I'd pick you. <laughs> Good stuff. All right. Hey, we'll take it to the skill positions. We'll talk running backs, wide receivers, all this information you can use for your fantasy football drafts as well in the Kenny White uh, NFL Power Ratings Magazine. And this weekend, 25% off the magazines at KennyWhiteSports.com. Use the promo code BLESSING25. All right. We're talking running backs and wideouts. Talking NFL football on Vegas Sportsbook Radio. Keep it right here. Winning Edge benefit number 27. Not having to explain to your wife why you lost. Sweet. You're listening to the trusted source for gaming, odds, and more. This is the Sports Grid Radio Network. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. You're listening to the home of the winning edge. We're always here. 24 hours a day, seven days a week. So you don't have to mark your calendar or anything. What do you got going on anyway? That's what we thought. This is the Sports Grid Radio Network. You're listening to Vegas Sportsbook Radio with Brian Blessing on Sports Grid Radio, Sirius XM Channel 204. Talking NFL football with you on Vegas Sportsbook Radio. Brian Blessing with guest Kenny White, thepowerratings.com, kennywhitesports.com. He's in Vegas as well. Chris Pavone, our producer, is back in New York. And the unique aspect of this is with preseason wrapping up, basically a bye week to get it all the way to the following Thursday when Tampa and Dallas get the fun started. But that means a lot of fantasy football drafts are going to happen in the next week and a half. And Kenny's individual player ratings, it's amazing information. So there's a little fantasy spin to our topic today. We talked about quarterbacks with Kenny in the last segment. thought we'd go to the skill position uh, guys. Now, let me ask you, Kenny, you've always maintained running backs, wide receivers 
are a dime a dozen. So what would you deem to be the elite category of running backs in the NFL that, in your estimation, should be worth something in relation to the wagering line? I'm sorry, running backs we're starting with? Yeah, let's go with RBs. Uh, Elite running backs, uh, my top five, and these guys are all worth more than a point and a half to the betting line. I should go top six because I, I think I have one guy ranked a little too low. Derrick Henry is number one, two points above average. Nick Chubb, 1.8. Dalvin Cook and Alvin Kamara and Aaron Jones from Green Bay, all 1.7. And then Christian McCaffrey, 1.4. Obviously, fantasy-wise, Christian McCaffrey might be a bigger star because of the receiving uh, that he does out of the backfield. So that that's my top six. Number seven is Ezekiel Elliott for the for Dallas. Eight is Barkley. I got to name them because they are pretty elite. You know, it's crazy. I mean, this is a fun conversation. I think the, the fantasy people out there would get a kick out of this. McCaffrey's almost the clear cut in many leagues. Number one pick. The guy's coming off an injury, but he's such an all-purpose back. I was very encouraged because this was a guy I thought could be a really good get. Uh, is Nick Chubb, and I, I was. I thought that's pretty cool. You have him as high as you do. The one thing is, and it's a benefit, I think, at the back end of the year, but you also have Hunt in the backfield, so they kind of cannibalize each other. But when Chubb is out there, he's such a difference maker, is he not? Big difference maker. And I, I think Kevin Stavansky knows that, and I think they're going to lean on Nick Chubb more this year than, than they have in the past. But you're right, Kareem Hunt, it's amazing to have – I have him ranked number 18 in the NFL, so they got two backs in the top 18. Derrick Henry is just such a monster. The one thing that's very interesting at the running back position is how quickly it just kind of ends. You know, it goes away. It's a short shelf life for these guys, and he's a big physical power back. He's more like a linebacker than a running back. He's a linebacker with wide receiver speed, Kenny, and he loves to dish out the punishment. But, boy, when Henry's running downhill – in an era of specialization, he's also a guy, he's old school, if you ask me, one of those guys, keep feeding me the rock. He seems to get better as the games go on. Yeah, he definitely does. And looking at my top 15, the average age is 25 years old. Uh, he is 27 uh, in that category. So he's the oldest back of the top 15. You're right, running backs get old quickly. And we're not sure how many years left that uh, Derrick Henry has. He has played five solid ones so far. I believe he's got a couple more at least, but you're right. Uh, Father time takes their toll on backs quickly because of all the abuse and, and, and hits they take. If he were able to stay healthy, and this is kind of an off-the-wall one, because he consistently seems to have little nagging things that bug him, well, what do you do with a guy like Austin Eckler with the Chargers? Because you've got the quarterback, people are all focused on Herbert. Now, Eckler is sneaky good. He's not big, but he's sneaky good. No, he's not a big guy. And, you know, he came out of Western State, Colorado. I have him, Eckler ranked the 15th best back in football, but again, has to stay healthy for this Charger team. They also have Justin Jackson out of Northwestern, who's a pretty good back. So a guy like Eckler, if he goes down, I've only got two tenths of a point off the power rating for the Chargers because. They got a solid backup, and that's you know that's how you got to compare how good the starter is to the backup. You know, I will ask you this as a Bills fan, but it's a fantasy football question as well. Everybody's like, "Oh, the Bills have to draft a running back," and I'm like, "No, they don't." Singletary and Moss are perfectly fine. The rub that happened with those two guys last year, Kenny, I thought 
again, watching them very closely. All the handoffs they got, Allen was in the shotgun, and everything was an inside delay handoff. So they would get the football standing still, and then it, it, it never worked. When they line up to actually run downhill, both Singletary and Moss, I think, are efficient enough. But people think that's the big weakness for the Bills. I think if they Dabo offensively, I think scheme is the problem there, not the player. It might be, but um, I don't have either back in my top 40. So Buffalo has no no back in the top 40. Um, I, and I love the Bills this year. I think they're a, a, one of the better teams in the NFL. And it's uh, it's all Josh, not all Josh Allen, but it's it's Josh Allen. And it's a great secondary. And it's a solid all-around football team. So yeah, my rating of 104, four points above average, um, has them a team that I'm excited about. And I like what, what Sean McDermott's done. It's a team I put a circle around their rating, which means if I circle the rating in my book, I'm telling myself, you may have made that number too low. I think Buffalo has the best value of any team right now betting to win the AFC and to, and to win the Super Bowl because I think they could upset Kansas City and Kansas City in that AFC playoff game. So uh, they're a team I'm looking for big things from. But the, running, the two running backs are very, very good, but they're not great running backs. Okay, so let me ask you about one guy in particular and then two rookies. I know you think there's a rookie in Washington uh, that's sneaky good in Jared Patterson. How much you'll see the field remains to be seen. You think there's a lot of upside there. But the guy that's starting, Antonio Gibson, I think this guy very much flies under the radar. How high do you have him? That's a good question. Uh, Running backs, uh, Gibson. Number 29 in the NFL. I've got him eight, eight tenths of a point better than the uh, uh, average NFL ring. I got J.D. McKissick rated the same, eight tenths of a point. Uh, but in percentage points, my numbers rank out a little bit further, so I didn't have to put ties in these ratings. But I have um, Antonio Gibson 29 and McKissick 33. But I really do like Jared Patterson, who came out of Buffalo University, uh, coincidentally. Uh, he has looked super, and this kid is a great running back. He may take – he not may. He is going to take some snaps away from Gibson and McKissick. All right, two rookies because I – listen, Najee Harris, he's going to be the guy for Pittsburgh, and that's going to be low-hanging fruit, and a lot of people are going to run to scoop him up high in fantasy drafts. I got news for you. Personally, I think the kid in Denver, I think Javante Williams is a stud. How do you have these two rookie running backs graded out? Uh, Devontae. Devontae Williams, I got uh, four-tenths of a point better than average. Uh, Melvin, They've got Melvin Gordon, obviously, is going to be their starter, and they still have Royce Freeman, a big back at the goal line. Both both are big backs, but I have Javante Freeman. Uh, I think that's a fair rating. I mean, he's above an average NFL running back as a rookie, so that's, that's, uh, that's, that's really big for him. Uh, on Pittsburgh side, um, you're right. Najee Harris is going to get the bulk of the work for this football team. I have him eight tenths better. Um, and you know, when I do my depth charts, I do the player power ratings first, and then I go to see who's the highest rated player at those positions and plug that guy in. So I didn't know who they were going to start, but I, I, I start who I think they should start. That's who I start. I don't I don't go who everybody else says they're going to start. So Najee Harris is definitely the top back there. I have him three-tenths of a point better than okay. Anthony McFarlane. And his number's going to go up. He's a rookie. You know, these, these, rookies, these rookie ratings have to go up when they perform well. All right, before we get to the wide receivers, 
Let me ask you about the tight end, Kelsey. He's such an unbelievable weapon. How does Kelsey stack up, you know, in relation to the top wide receivers in the game? But specifically, I always maintain this, Kenny, and it may have even been a fun-running little debate you and I had years ago. In his prime, I thought, and I know it's insane he's a tight end, I, I firmly believe this, that Rob Gronkowski, when he was in or when he was out, was worth three points to the spread for what he could do for New England in the red zone. They were a completely different team when he played or when he didn't play. How, how big is a guy like Kelsey in that similar regard? Yeah, he's, he's big. You know, this is the thing. When I'm doing player power ratings, I always say games are won in the trenches. But sometimes if you have a lot of stars – you can win without a good offensive line. And Kansas City did that last year. That offensive line stunk all year. They had the best quarterback in football. They got the best tight end in football in Kelsey. Uh, he is tied for the – there's five players I have for the most value other than a non-quarterback. Travis Kelsey, Tariq Hill, the wide receiver for Kansas City, DK Metcalf for Seattle, and then two defensive players fit right there, Aaron Donald and Miles Garrett for Cleveland. Those five players have the most value to the betting line as a non-quarterback. So when Kansas City has Mahomes, Hill, and Kelsey, that team can get away with having a mediocre or below-average offensive line. Wait till they have a good offensive line in front of them. I, I don't know if you have it stacked this way, but if you want to rank them, let's give me maybe your top 10 wide receivers uh, in, in the NFL. Number one, Tariq Hill. Number two, DK Metcalf. Number three, Devontae Adams. Number four, this is a shocker for most probably, Justin Jefferson, the second-year player at LSU, now at the Minnesota wow. Vikings. This kid's got great routes, great hands, uh, speed. Every, he's got everything. Stephon Diggs from Buffalo is my number five guy. Uh, DeAndre Hopkins from Arizona. Jarvis Landry, Cleveland. Tyler Lockett, Seattle. Michael Thomas, New Orleans. Amari Cooper, Dallas. Keenan Allen, Chargers, Cooper Cup, the Rams, Mike Evans, Tampa, A.J. Brown, Tennessee, and Allen Robinson of Chicago. C.D. Lamb, we get to watch Hard Knocks, has looked unbelievable in training camp for the Cowboys. How about Lamb's second year? I have him uh, ranked 30th in the NFL, the 30th best wide receiver. And again, that's you know percentage points from, uh, if I raised him a half a point, he'd be the 13th best receiver in the game, so... You know, it's, it's, it's about making adjustments. And if you see a guy playing that well and, and stacking up numbers, you know, you have to make adjustments. I mean, it's, it's apples and watermelons, but on the defensive side of the ball, like a guy like Aaron Donald. All right, it, what, what would Aaron Donald be worth in relation to the wagering number if he's not playing for the Rams? He's yeah, and so again, a lot, of it has, a lot of that has to do with your backup and what the backup's worth, because, uh, and that's the way I do it. I give you an hour, yeah. average NFL rating. So Aaron Donald's worth 2.2 points. If his, if his backup was worth zero, it would be two points to their rating. If his backup was worth a half, it's uh, 1.7 to the rating. And I'm looking up right now, Aaron Donald's backup um, is a, a half. So 1.7 points, Greg Gaines would be the guy to step in who had 266 snaps last year. Man, this is good fun. We could do this all day long, and Kenny's going to be with us all year long. Uh, helps us out on our weekend NFL shows. We've got a college version and a, an NFL version uh, every weekend along the Sports Grid platform, Sirius 204. The information spectacular. The Kenny White 
NFL Power Ratings magazine, has a college football magazine as well. And this weekend, nice of Kenny here on the program, an offer. Blessing 25 is the promo. KennyWhiteSports.com. Blessing 25 is the promo. You say 25% on the NFL and college football magazines. Great information. And we appreciate Kenny White. Join us right here on Vegas Sportsbook Radio. It's your lucky day. You found a trusted source for gaming, odds, and more. Go ahead, kick the tires. You're listening to the Sports Grid Radio Network. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Vegas Sportsbook Radio. Usually Stevie does such great work on the injury front. Got a couple little nuggets for you. Uh, We will start with Ryan Tannehill. Excuse me, I'm sick. Yeah, he's on the COVID list. This is the question. Could be out five to ten days. You know, there's such a gray area with this. A little bit I'll ask Kenny about what he thinks that's going to be like. And then in baseball, some good news. Jake DeGrom... Just a flesh wound. Yeah, it's getting better. Uh, he had an MRI, but he's throwing again, showing improvement on the right forearm where he had tightness, and he's been out since uh, July 7th. So, Kenny, I'm just curious. Kenny White from KennyWhiteSports.com, ThePowerRatings.com. This is going to be such an incredible year. We're talking Stevie does the injuries for us every day. This COVID thing, bud. I think you're going to see a lot of individual guys. I don't know about team outbreaks, but we're seeing breakthrough cases. I think a lot of individuals, and then it comes down to, you know, is it a quarterback? Is it a Aaron Donald? I'm not, not you know, is it, a, is it a monster player, a difference maker? Our head's going to be on a swivel this entire year. Yeah, it is. Uh, it's, it's good for the better, though. Uh, I think it's really good for the better because when you find out information before the books do, uh, you could take advantage of that. A guy like Tannehill, five points to the betting line because his backups are Matt Barkley and Ashawn Ka- uh, Kaiser. Uh, so I've got a five-point drop-off. So uh, it's good to find out. That line is off the board now. Obviously going to wait and find out what his status will be. Kenny, really great information, but we're so excited you join us every Thursday and help us out on the weekend college and NFL shows. The magazines are great. Kenny White Sports, College Power Ratings Magazine, NFL Power Ratings Magazine. He's going to join us tomorrow with Andy Isco and Steve Karp and Jake Cornegay at the Superbook. We're giving some magazines away, a lot of them. Come by tomorrow if you're in town or go to KennyWhiteSports.com. Use the promo code BLESSING25 and you can save some dough on both those great magazines. Kenny, have a great day. Thanks, pal. Thanks, Brian. Thanks for having me. Coming back with our number two of Vegas Sportsbook Radio.